Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. Go over to John 5.39. We're going to try to roll fast on the clock here because I want to do as much as I can to get something to you. And then right in the middle of my praying, the Lord added one thing. So I want to try to get it in. One of the things that we want to do is break the limitations tonight. Wherever you've been limited, we want to move through that. God is continually helping us get to new places. Continually. Every, every day there's new things. Are you there? John 5, 39. You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. Now, since Pastor John is here, I'm going to read the message translation. (laughs) Don't tell him. No, I'm kidding. Ann's going to tell him. I knew it. (laughs) You'll be okay. You have your heads in the Bibles constantly because you think you'll find eternal life there. But you miss the forest for the trees. These scriptures are all about me. Maybe that helped somewhere, someone to tell it like that. So, you know, the Bible's a wonderful blessing, especially to people like us. We are Word of Faith people. And we love the Word. And, and you know, we kind of consider, you know, it to be Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Bible. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a manifestation of God to us. This is God's Word. It's alive when it comes off the pages into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And so we guard this. This this right here is final authority to us. But I want you to know that it, it is not God himself. It points to God himself. This points to God. It points to Father. It points to Son. It points to Holy Spirit. Amen? And so um, search, search the scriptures. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. They are they which testify of me. What's Jesus talking about here? Clearly, that revelation is meant to bring us into an encounter with God. Amen. Are y'all with me? Come on, y'all, you're going to have to make some noise tonight. Praise you, Jesus. Charlie, you're going to have to be loud for everybody. Come on, man. All right. So, revelation, church, was never meant to just increase our head knowledge. That's a byproduct of this thing. We know some things. And you know, some theologians, are, they read scripture all day, but they still don't really have a clue of what's going on in the kingdom of God or in the realm of God, if you want to call it that. It's still just in their heads. And you know, they recite endless evidence of their knowledge, but they never change. And we are a group of people that want change. We want to encounter something with God. We want this word to come alive to us, and then we do something with it. Not, oh, man, that that creflo dollar, that was a good word. And then you never think about it again. That's not what goes on. Miss Ann, she preached, Pastor Ann, she preached a great word. But what came forth out of it? Nothing if you didn't take it and do something with it. Amen. So it can't just, it can't be mental ascent. Uh, your pastor was reminding me of that today. Revelation has feet. Amen. So, you know, we're talking about, we've been talking about the futures now. We're talking about the season that we're in. We're in a place where nothing is going to stop from here. We're, it's not just this year is this and this year is this. We are in the open door. We are going through the door. The future is now. And I made mention to you last night, and I want to say it again. 
what you decide to do and how you decide to operate in these next few months will, will result in how your life is for the next eight to 10 years. I'm just telling you that. I'm telling you that that's the truth. The Lord has made me know that over and over. The decisions you make, the way you begin to um, handle the Word of God, the way, the awareness that you have in your local church. Are you with me? You see what I'm saying to you? The way you move about your life, the way you use your faith, the way you're led by the Spirit. All of these things are, are going to culminate into your next eight to ten years. So we need to live in some favor. We need to receive some favor. And we need to get healthy and wealthy. And we need to live good lives. And we need to have understanding and be able to move and flow in the Spirit. Which I understand that you all are doing very well at that. Praise God. So... Living outside of time, you're living in the power of an endless life. You already won. All you have to do is pull it from the inside to the outside. And you know, that's what Mark eleven twenty three 23 did. He just used words, no man eat fruit of you henceforth forever. And that thing began to die at the root. And he believed in his heart and said it with his mouth. Are you going to preach faith? Is that all y'all do? Yes, because without faith, you will never be what God wants you to be because he can't get anything to you, church. If your pastor preaches faith for the next 25 weeks without a change, it's because you need it. Amen. So, but what we see here is, is we want renewed minds. We're told to renew our minds, but renewing our minds is not merely reading these words or hearing these words. Um, and enjoying them for that, that moment of revelation. And, but that does pass in many churches. Many churches, oh, that was good, yes, praise the Lord. But, but what I see is that uh, we want to take that next step and experience the process. If you don't, you're going to stall out. And we don't want to stall out. So if, uh, I'm sure, I think uh, you probably have, uh, your pastor told me about you operating in the gifts a couple of days ago, and um, I know that you've been taught the gifts of the Spirit. Well, if we've been taught of them, what are we going to do with them? What are we going to do with them? Let's, let's get them out. Let's take them out. Let's take them out and, and, and begin to flow in that. And that doesn't mean that every person, in, yeah, there's order to this. That doesn't mean people are going to uh, go wild in a service and start doing crazy things. Uh, listen, you don't have to have a pulpit to preach. And you don't have to have a pulpit to lay hands on someone. There's a, millions of people out there that you can uh, use the gifts on. Amen. And then when your leadership calls on you to do something, you do it too. It's, it's been made too big of a deal. that You know, the, the Holy Spirit's so beautiful. He, he makes us feel like we're the only ones, doesn't he? But you've got to keep a, the right head about that and know that all of us are gifted. All of us are flowing in these things. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I'm the prophetess of the night. So everybody in here can prophesy. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and we want to take these gifts out and, and do something with them. God gave them to us. The Holy Spirit is working in us. Begin to understand how God wants you to flow in them. Amen? And that was free. I didn't intend to go there. But anyway, we're not going to stall out. So I was going to tell you um, a couple of things here. We need to encounter, have an encounter with Jesus. The door, the opener of the door. He's both. Amen. And we need to walk on through that door. And it's going to take this. This is going to need to become a big word to us. Awareness. We may have to shake ourselves a little bit. And say, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's... What's really going on with me? Am I just in my head all the time? Or am I flowing in the spirit? The apostle Paul said he didn't come with enticing words. He said he came in demonstration. He, he, there was something there. There was a, a, the anointing was there for him to flow in. People's lives changed around him. Our lives are still being changed. Amen. So we live our lives today in something that I call hooah. Hooah. You've heard that before in the military? That's a response that they have in the military. Um, honor, order, obedient, obedient, obedience. I'm going into tongues here, I guess. And awareness. That's what we need. We need honor, order, obedience, and awareness to work in the spirit of God. If you get lined out in an orderly way in your local church, there's so much that can happen. Amen. You remember the airport? We were talking about the airport sidewalk. Remember last night? The airport sidewalk. So your future is riding by you on the faster sidewalk that's moving. This right now that we're talking about right now is one of your first encounters coming by on that sidewalk. He that hath an ear, let him hear what I'm telling you right now. Right now, we are in an encounter. Yes. If you'll receive it, right now you are. Yes. Yeah, you know, we have a revelation of healing. We all do. Let's encounter. Yes. We have a revelation of, of um, favor and opportunity. Let's encounter yes. it. Amen. How? Have enough awareness to engage. Right now, I'm saying certain words, and there's about a third of the people in here that God is speaking to right now. And if you'll become aware of it, you'll hear what God is telling you. A lot of times when people are preaching, I'm, I'm listening every moment, but I'll begin to download something that God is giving me. And you do that too. What's God saying? What's he doing right now? Where is he trying to lead me personally right now? And so you engage. You're listening. You're talking. You're acting. Amen? You're becoming aware. Now, let's require an experience from what we believe. Um... I'm convinced that the pace of revelation will increase rapidly in these last days. We're going to know more and more. 
I mean, you know, we, we, we absolutely, you know, the, the knowledge of man is increasing. Is it? Technology, you know, everything. Well, don't think God's going to leave us behind. We're increasing. Amen? So I, I want us to look, and, and I'm specifically going somewhere. I'm going to try to do this as quickly as I can. I'm going to read you, and you can bring it up if you can, Amos 9.13. Because I'm going to prophesy to you right now. And you can engage in this, and if you do, your life is about to change. You know what it says, don't you? Amos 9, 13, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of the grapes him that soweth seed, and the mountains shall drop sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. Here's another version. Yes, indeed, it won't be long, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everything you look, everywhere you look, excuse me, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. Now, we just read that the plowman will overtake the reaper, right? You get that picture in your mind, right? Okay. That means that the seasons will not be so distinct. Okay? They're all going to start running together because God is doing something faster in the earth now. Just as quickly as, he cha- as the world change- changed with... Yeah, thank you, Lord. Do you all know what a disruption is? We were disrupted by the cell phone. They said, oh, about 900,000 people in America will probably buy one. Are you kidding me? Who do- Children don't know what life was without one. They're like, what's that thing hanging on the wall with the dial on it? You know, they don't know what that is. Mom, what's that? That's a phone booth. Oh. But think of this, the disruption. And, and men build these charts that go like, okay, it's going to be gradual. Uh-uh, it was an S-curve. <laughs> I'll just tell you of another one that's coming, and Texans probably don't like this one much, but it's the electric car. It's coming. And it's, there's going to be a disruption. And in the big cities, people are going to get in these little cars and run around in them that drive themselves. Amen. <laughs> Casey, where are you, Casey? Casey sent me a a text today, and he said, we were talking about country music last night. He said, you know how the cowboy loses his truck and everything? Well, now that vehicles can can drive themselves, the truck's going to run off by itself. (laughs) The truck just left me. But I mean, this is is where we're headed to, you know. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know if we realize how fast everything's moving, but I guarantee you this, it's going to move like that spiritually. People want to know your God, particularly as they watch you win. Amen? And you do win. I'm not saying we don't have trouble. I'm saying we overcome it every time. And we will. Now, I want to ask you something, and we'll do this, and then we'll head to uh, do some more prophetic things. How long do I have tonight? Is this an hour thing, or hour and 15 minutes, or something? All night? 
Praise the Lord. Did y'all bring your bedrolls? No. Okay, let's, let's get this. This is something, uh, will y'all believe with me? It took me two times to get my church to totally see this, but y'all are so smart and so intuitive, you're going to get this in one quick 10 minutes, okay? Okay, you believe? You believe it with me? So I'm going to ask you a question. Don't answer out loud, just say it in your mind. When did you sow your last seed? You got it? You got it? Okay. Now, when did you get your last harvest? You got it? Okay. Now, I sowed seed even as late as 1230 today. Some of you probably did too. Okay. You've been sowing and sowing and sowing. But you may say the last time you got your harvest was a long time ago. You could might say that, and, and we're going to change that right now. Amen. I'm going to show you something you can do that the Lord stunned me and showed me how to do this. I mean, I just wheeled around in my office chair and went, oh my goodness. Because I was asking God how to help the church with this. And, and so this is what we're going to do. You must go back and look at your record keeping. And well, I haven't been keeping record of all the seeds I've sown. No, not of the seeds you've sown. Well, you need to do that too. But of your harvest. Now watch this. Just, just watch this with me. Walk with me out into this. You follow a plan. And I'm going to say it, and then I'll explain it to you. You keep pouring the oil. There's verses in the Old Testament. The woman, her boys were going to get picked up to be slaves. We all know it. She's a, she's a widow. Uh, her husband died. She goes to the prophet and says, I'm in debt my, my children are going to have to be slaves to the dead or they're going to have to go be slaves what can I do about it and the prophet says go find as many jars as you can you, she says I've got one jar of oil left remember the story Okay, if you don't know it go read it later because I don't have time take the jar and you've got all these vessels lined up and start pouring and it will not, uh-oh, see, you're getting it right now. It will not run dry. <laughs> okay, now stay with me. You keep pouring out gratefulness. And thanksgiving, God inhabits praise. When is the last time someone bought you lunch? Oh, today. Thank you, Jesus, for lunch. Pastor Eric bought me lunch today. I'm pouring. I'm pouring. Okay? When's the last time um, somebody showed you a favor? Ah, a couple of days ago. You're pouring. You're pouring, right? When's the last time you got off work early? You're pouring. Now, don't jump over it. I never do. I'm trying to get you out of that. 
when's the last time somebody prayed for you? Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I'm pouring. When's the last time your doggy got healed? I'm pouring. When's the last time? I'm pouring. When's the last time you, you found out you're going to have some grandbabies? We're pouring, 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 pouring. Glory to God. Amen. You see what I'm doing? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for this, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for this, Lord. 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 Oh, a new vessel. Thank you for this. And in a, in a minute, you, you're thanking God for future, for future jars, for future jars. Oh, thank you, Lord. My house is paid off. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. I have debt-free cars. Oh, thank you, Lord. And you're, you're pouring out, and God keeps filling. He'll keep filling. He'll keep filling. Your harvest will come to you. He cannot not do it. He would cease to exist. He, he'll, he'll, he's promised that he would do that. And he will continue to fill. I'm telling you, gratefulness cannot be overrated. It's faith, church. Thank you. And I know sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, Jesus. But, you know, thank you, Lord. I can move my little finger. Thank you, Lord, that I did wake up. Thank you, Lord. You know, thank you for this. Thank you for that. But, man, I tell you, all day long, God blesses me. Thank you for that. Thank you for that compliment somebody gave me, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this car that has air conditioning because I live in Texas. Thank you, Lord, for the money that's coming. In. I got this money over here. Thank you, Lord, that I have multiple rivers of income. You know, I asked our church Sunday, I said, just as a show of hands, how many of you have multiple rivers of income because I pray for you every day. Hands went up everywhere. Our church people are givers and they're very grateful because we hammer it all the time. Uh, do y'all get this? Just keep pouring. Just keep pouring. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Ooh, thank you for that. Listen, listen. Get out of that stuff where, you know, the victim stuff. Somebody needs to help me. God is helping you. Well, it never turns out for me. Well, get rid of that. Get rid of saying that. Stop saying that. Start saying, hey, it works for me every time. Hey, I parked right in the front. I get that space every time. Amen. Amen. Oh, it's so big in, in a parking place. You got to start somewhere. Thank you, Lord. Somebody gave me $10. Oh, thank you, Lord, they gave me 20. Thank you, Lord, they gave me 1,000. Thank you, Lord, they gave me 10,000. Well, that can't happen to me. See, you're blocked right there. You're going to have to break that. Let God fill your pots. Start thanking him for what you have, and it will not run out. This is the faith message. Well, it was easy tonight. Y'all got it, didn't you? This have to be, you just have to thank God. Uh, we were having a five meeting one time, and you and Brandon were sitting on the front row, and I was, I had my, what is it, four minutes of wonderful or whatever we used to do, and I, I just got up there, and I started talking about encouragement and thanksgiving, and you and Brandon got in a whole conversation right there, and I was like, what are the boys talking about during my four minutes, man? I mean, are, do they think I'm nuts or what? And when I got finished, they, they told me what they were thinking. They said, this is what Joel Osteen preaches all the time. 
And they said, this is it. This is what, y'all both told me that. This is it. This is what life is all about. And it is. A grateful heart will change everything. And sometimes you don't realize that you're not being grateful. Because you let the enemy stick you in something or you get offended in something or you get so busy. But if you'll start, here's an old saying, count your blessings one by one. Keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring. Isn't this simple? Isn't it simple? I was like, Lord, I'm just amazed at you. Here we have just this perfect way. It's just a, a, a perfect way to uh, step out in our faith. Just keep pouring. Anybody buy you any gas lately? Keep pouring. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. Uh, you get blessed on your birthday? Oh, my word, my church blessed me on my birthday. It was such, I was like, thank you, Jesus. I mean, it was really good. Thank you, Lord. It's just such a blessing. And uh, Miss Ann always sends me a birthday card with something in it, and then I send her one. I send mine first, and we cross in the mail every year. People say, well, y'all just keep changing that money back and forth. Yes, and we will. Because as we do it, we're increasing. We're increasing. We, we get multiplication out of that. These pots will multiply in your life. And there's no one within the sound of my voice that can't do this. You don't have to have a Ph.D. to get this. Just start pouring. Thank you, Jesus. And what you're going to see, I told you this last night. Pretty soon, God's going to walk up to you behind you. Can I say it like that? Let's see. I know he's kinetic. Let's get him pedestrian right now. Okay? And he walks up right behind you and says, you want that? Get used to that. You are his favorite kid. Next in line after me. But you are. You have to feel like that. You need to know that. You need to see that you're chosen. You need to understand that he wants to do that for you. That he wants to get to you and say, you want that? I'm ready to do it. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.